Well, the weekend is almost here, and we're here to answer that question. You're all asking, what do I watch this weekend? It's time for Streaming with Stephen. Now streaming. Okay, what's going on? What's trending? Streaming with Stephen. Well, you look outside and you can see it's been a very, very rainy day, and this is going to continue probably for a good uh, seven to ten days, judging by the forecasts uh, we've been looking at, and uh, which uh, tells you it's probably a great weekend to stay home and and catch up on some shows, and hopefully our good friend uh, Stephen Chang can walk us through what's available today. Hello, Stephen. Oh, Jazz, I hate the weather. I hate everything, but I love watching me some TV. There you go, and that's a perfect place to start. You're the perfect guy for this segment. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for us this week? Well, thanks for calling me perfect, but you know what? Let's uh, start in Disney Plus here. Uh, this is for Star Wars fans. So it's a must-watch for families uh, of all ages who mm-hmm. love Star Wars, and it's about a team of elite clone troopers with genetic mutations who have gone rogue and are on the run from the Empire as they continue to grow their influence in the galaxy. So this show is called The Bad Batch. Here's a little clip of the trailer for that. You can buy your freedom. Isn't that what you're after? We're already free. Clearly, you're not paying attention to what's happening out there. It is time for a new era. We'll take all the allies we can get. Let's go. Now, I remember uh, watching something similar a few years ago with my son. It was animated. Uh, I think it was the Clone Wars. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the Clone Wars. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm a Star Wars fan, uh, but I felt, uh, whether it's kids or if you're older, it was actually very entertaining. So this is very similar to that. Exactly. Well, the Bad Batch is actually a spinoff of the Clone Wars because they were introduced in the last season of the Clone Wars series. So this is kind of an extension of that and what happened after that series that you watched with your kids. They're, it's really well produced. I mean, the kids love it, but I, I find as an adult, uh, the storylines are really well done. The animation is fabulous. So they spent a lot of time, energy, and budget on this. So I, th- I think that th- that one is a lot of fun. I would definitely be watching that. So what, uh, what else do you got? Well, you know what? Let's shift over to Netflix here. Uh, if you like dystopian survival shows, uh, you know, like Squid Game, The Hunger Games, Battle Royale. So this show actually came out before Squid Game, and it's often compared to that. It's a Japanese sci-fi thriller based on a manga, and it follows people in Tokyo who are trapped in a dystopian version of... Well, the area and they're forced to compete in dangerous games to extend their visas which uh keeps them to stay alive so if they fail to win the game uh they get shot by a laser from the sky and uh it's very thrilling it's pretty scary pretty gory but i highly recommend it it's called alice in borderland and season two just came out recently here's the trailer for it it's in japanese but i just kind of want to set the tone for the show みんな正常な精神状態が保てなくなってる。そんなに交代が重要。私には命の価値もその意義もわからない。こんなに長いよ。死ぬのを待つ時間って。来るぞ。ようこそ。最後のゲーム会場へ。
So you can tell from that trailer, uh, you can't understand what they're saying because it's in Japanese, but you can tell it's very stressful. What is it with dystopian TV shows and movies? They seem to be having a moment at the t- at this time. I think it's just, uh, you know that feeling that you get watching these things and you just don't know what happens next. You don't mm-hmm. know who's going to die and you're kind of rooting for certain people and you're just kind of bracing yourself the whole time. You're, you're just on the edge of your seat and that's exactly how I felt about watching this show. Okay. So let's look at the uh, next one here and I know you're, you're, you're heading <laughs> to one that I, I have not, I did not see this film, uh, this the, this series, uh, but I just uh, watched season three uh, at home. I was encouraged to watch it with my wife. <laughs> Uh, why don't you why don't you take it away? I'll, I'll give you my thoughts about it after. Yeah, so your wife encouraged you to watch it, and you encouraged me because you pay me to do this for my job. So, <laughs> with that being said, Jazz, uh, do I have to talk about Emily in Paris? I don't need to provide any more explanation, but for those who don't know about the show, it's about a marketing exec named Emily Cooper, played by uh, Lily Collins, who moves from Chicago to France to live the lovely uh, fantasy-like Parisian life and uh, just trying to navigate her way as a fresh American through France. Uh, You know, here's the trailer for season three. This is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. So, Cooper, where's your head at? You changed my life. It's not here or are we really here to just love one person? Always talk about work-life balance, and right now I am all about life. Yes. Woo! Ooh, you know I love when a story starts like that. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is it's 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 the question I always ask is why are uh, Hallmark movies so popular? Why do we see so many of them, especially during Christmas time? And it's kind of like it's comfort TV. Emily uh, in Paris is comfort TV. <laughs> it's in season three now, right? And, and it is incredibly popular, significant uh, amount of downloads. People do watch it. And I guess the the reason it's popular is is the the producer behind it, the, the the guy who started the whole thing was Darren Star, right? That's right. Yeah, good old Darren. And Darren's uh, produced Sex and the City, mm-hmm. uh, and the Gen X staples uh, Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place as well, right? It's the same sort of formula, right? There's the issues of the relationship, but when I when I did watch it, what I was fascinated with, with is Paris looks so beautiful. It's a beautiful, but it looks really beautiful the way they shoot it. And I think about half the scenes are at a cafe and it's never <laughs> raining. It's beautiful. It's so idealistic. And, you know, and the plot lines are thin, they're soft, but yeah. it is sort of like bubblegum TV, right? Yeah, it's like your standard kind of romantic comedy that you'd want to see on TV that you expect from it. Like when I watched the show, it is everything that I thought it was going to be. So it didn't really surprise me. Um, Cheesy, cheeky, but you know what? Credit where credit is due. People love this series. People love this show, and it's going on for another season. So, you oh, know what? It Props has to. It, it's like if you, for some, a lot of folks, the dream is to move abroad and, and have a career, and, and they've got this great plot line of someone from Chicago moving to Paris, an American. Uh, it, 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 the reason Emily does well, Emily in Paris does well, is because the reason Hallmark movies do well is they, they stick to the basics. It's comfort food. And people love it. Great backdrop. And like I said, it's bubblegum for the brain. And sometimes that's all you need, my friend. <laughs> that's all you need to get you through the day. And people don't have a tough, tough life out in the, in the real world. So you want to watch some fun. And I think it does very well. I think there's 58 million downloads or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've had 58 million household viewings in the month after the show 
started in its first season. So wow. and just imagine how that is now, because that was back in 2020. So imagine how it is now. Oh, yeah, because I think they released the third season just came out right before Christmas, right? Just so. came out on December 21st. And like uh, the rest of the shows that we're talking about today, they're all out now. Uh, Bad Batch on Disney+, Plus, Alice in Borderland, and Emily in Paris on Netflix. There you go. Stephen, thank you. Thank you, Jazz. Enjoy the glass of wine with Emily in Paris. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am not surprised that show is popular. 